0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we're doing a, a role reversal here. Yeah, Danny's going to lead the show. He didn't tell me what the subject is going to be, but first, the intro. I'm
0: tired of working at dead beach jobs for Lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working at dead beach jobs for Lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and
1: hired And as usual, I'm joined by my host, Danny Da. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Well, before you start, I want to just say that we are very proud to be a part of the One Star Network, your one-stop shop for all your restaurant and food podcasts. Boom. And it just so happens that every day of the week, there's a podcast for Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Got One it. One Star Network has got you. We are featuring the Sidework Podcast, Copper and Heat for your uh, chef- Perspective, mm-hmm. in your mouth podcast, the Macaroni Zone, the Confessions of a Server, as well as of course Yours Truly.
0: Awesome. Take so is, is now Quaylen show is it is already started? Yeah, or? it started. Uh, three episodes in. The oh, Last awesome. one was in uh, was about bartenders.
1: Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: that's confessions. Yeah, beautiful. Fantastic. All right. So let's get into it. Let's. I never do work like i mean i do plenty of work but i never do (laughs) what marlon does on the other end of the booth he does notes he he really breaks down the show and i was in the shower and i was like man um you know sometimes i feel like the guests might feel that we're a little jaded and let me let me talk about this for a second okay because i myself only work four days a week and marlon only works three or four days a week at most and we talk about it, but we have so the show today is about paying your dues and why we could talk about what we're talking about and where we're at in our life. Okay, um, and I know we've and I know we've talked about you know honing in our craft and making things better and you know how you could be a better server overall. But I never really felt like we talked about paying our dues and to where we're at right now and why we can kind of sound a little jaded if we ever do sound jaded for all people that are busting your hump out there working six and seven days a week as a server. Um, Define jaded because I don't, I'm not sure if uh, we. I mean, I don't think we do, but I so I, I was I saying, like, man, some people like, I know the people at my job that, like, you know, like that I work with, like, Danny, you have the best schedule, da, da 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 da. But that's and, not jaded though. No, it's not. And it's, it's more of, you know, we, like I said, we've paid our dues. And that's what I wanted to let people know that we're not jaded.
1: Okay. Um, that's a, the, the, that's a word that I have a, an issue with. Okay. Because to me, jaded means that we sound. Um like we're very um negative about things. Oh no 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 no, no. Like I, I was I was more saying Jaded I, is like jilted. It's okay. like it's it's so maybe it, I was
0: using the wrong word.
1: Yes. Okay. That's that's we gotta find a better feeling word.
0: Gotcha. Uh so entitled maybe? Sure. That's better. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. But and I feel like our entitlement is is warranted. But I wanna also talk what we're gonna talk about today is how you pay your dues. And mm-hmm. the things that we went through through our career and reflecting on those kind of things as well. So, the name of the show is Paying Your Dues. Paying Your Dues. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. And, like within any industry, you have to pay your dues. Yes. I Anything, mean, whether it's sports or, you know,
1: go ahead. Well for the most part you would like to think that your your position at your job is a meritocracy. Absolutely. Right? You want to think that you know you get what you get because you deserve it mm-hmm. or you you know you think if that 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 manager just says it doesn't matter about seniority yeah. it matters about your productivity, mm-hmm. your performance and things like that. And that's true for the most part. Absolutely. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's it's about likability or Mm -hmm. favoritism. or Or it is about uh, seniority. But the thing that sometimes we don't, um, we need to detangle from uh, seniority is the fact that there's a high correlation between seniority and knowing what's going on, knowing what to do with your job, knowing those
0: little nuances and things like that. And that was actually one of the things I wanted to touch on, and you touched on it for me perfectly, was... um, you know, knowing all you know, knowing all the different jobs you do in the restaurant and the different things and different positions and understanding their point of views on it. Okay, so take it from the top. So, like you know, like when we were younger and you came into a restaurant, you know, I I remember starting off and you could I could work any day of the week, you know, and except for let's let's say with school, you know what I mean. But besides that, you had to have full open availability. Um, you go in, you come into your job. Whenever it's your job, you're brand new into your fresh face. You don't know what's going on. You're learning the system. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're trying to figure out, you don't know how to pop a bottle of wine. You're trying to figure out the system. You're trying to, you're learning liquors. You're learning this. You're learning that. And you really kind of. Um, you get in where you fit in. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you kind of get your niche and you kind of see, you know, how to work a table or how to do this, that, and the third. There are a lot of things that we've already gone over in the show. But that's how you become an asset, right? So Absolutely.
1: When you're starting out and you're not valuable on strong food knowledge or mm-hmm. wine knowledge and things like that, your asset is being available completely. Exactly. You can plug and play you into lunch. They can mm-hmm. plug you, play you into dinner. You're gonna take those off, off. Um, not off brand, but those those days that are you know the Tuesdays of the world exactly. and things like mm-hmm. that. You know. So that that's gonna be your, really your your value there. Mm-hmm. And as you find your value, uh, they're, 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 they're gonna lean on you mm-hmm. because yeah, like you you mentioned the other a uh, couple episodes ago, you're there when you're scheduled. Yeah, you're not giving up a shift, exactly. you you're, you're not calling in or that's so weird when I <laughs> when I lived up north in mm-hmm. in, in, in New York, it was, you call in to work. Ah, got you. And when I move down here, you call out of work. Oh, wow. <laughs> you ever notice that? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the difference between standing in line mm-hmm. and standing online. Exactly. You know? Yes. And, and uh, I think they say uh, stand online down here. Mm-hmm. But up north, it's you stand in, in line. Online. Yes, you're 100%. Yeah. You
0: know, it's so funny, even on... on um, I know it's something random, but when you're on like uh, unemployment or whatever, like when we had to do that, mm-hmm. the when the queue comes up, it says you're online, you know, <laughs> you're waiting <laughs> online and it's a floor. Yeah. It's, it's so, makes so yeah, much sense what you're saying it right now. I wild. love it. That's like, you online? No, I'm in
1: line. in line. I'm in line. Yeah. In line.
0: yeah. yeah. All right. So um, learning the rules along the way, like different things we do, like to make us better as a person and
1: what did you need in the beginning to be uh, to start rounding yourself out as a server
0: knowledge honestly
1: was, okay but um, so you were you you had no knowledge of anything nothing was, okay. I, I mean i
0: came into it I, like i knew how to when when even before like before i ever served uh my first kind of in the industry kind of job was mm-hmm. i was a banquet houseman at the high my, my dad was director of engineering he got me this job so i would set up and break down parties so i knew how to you know i understood the structure of a party Mm -hmm. You know, but I didn't really understand how to, how a restaurant really works. So I, but I was 18, you know, so I was really, I was fresh, you know, like fresh out of high school, fresh off the, right into the game. You know what I mean? Um, And when that happened, you know, I, I had, I needed knowledge about, like I said, about wine and about, I didn't know nothing. I didn't know. But did you need, at your first job, did you need wine knowledge? Not really, no. Okay. Um, It was, it was a, it was, it was a pizzeria called Pizzeria Uno's. Mm -hmm. um everybody kind of knows hopefully most people know that that brand yeah um and no you just need to know pizza which i did you know what i mean but i didn't really understand like the whole style of the deep dish and the whole chicago thing so with the history of it i learned about that and learning about different kind of foods and how things are made and prepped and stuff like that as well
1: so in the umbrella of paying your dues i i truly believe that's a major part of what what we're accomplishing here as a podcast. Okay. Now he jumped
0: again into one of my questions. It's all good. <laughs> <They're> gonna...
1: <laughs> now now paying your dues and 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 honing your craft, yes. you wanna be it's gonna be specific to the place you work. Absolutely. Okay. So when I started out my first job at Benegans, I didn't really need to know anything about wine. No. You know but you want to really top out mm-hmm. at that place yeah so that when you you do carry over to another place you don't have to worry about what you already you know learned or accomplished and things like that yes meaning I believe that there are very few restaurant jobs that you can grow from from babe to to Me- Jedi Master in the same building. You're right. Because it's not going to offer you... The full spectrum. The full spectrum, nor should it. You, you're not going to get an IBM job right out of college. No. And if you do, it's the mailroom, but it, it, the restaurants just aren't structured that way. Absolutely. The menu is a certain way. The chef is a certain way. Or it's that's not even a chef. It's They're, just a line cook that's... Boom. have have m- marching orders from, my, from my the My first job menu. there was a chef.
0: There wasn't, you know, there was just, like you said, there was your your, your, your head cook or whatever, but not a chef. Yeah, man, I didn't work with a chef, till who knows when, you know? <laughs> Until I came down. No, I had my, my first chef was probably my third restaurant job. Mm-hmm. Um, my first job, so between 18 and 22, I worked at Pizzeria Uno's. Um, and what it taught me there was the idea of how to be a server. And I also learned how to be a bartender there as well. When I turned 21, I became a bartender there. yeah, And it taught me about drinks and being efficient with your speed and um, being, you know, knowledgeable about what's going on and learning the more drinks and stuff like that, and how they all are very kind of simplify together in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, they are, you know, they're all detailed in their own way.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be afraid to branch out. I feel like once once people get a certain style of job, whether mm-hmm. it's like um, a breakfast place or whatever, and they they either lose that job or choose to move on, they look for another breakfast place. Yeah, you know, you should stretch yourself absolutely, and that way, and, and people get to give you a chance absolutely. You know, because really, what it is, they want you, they want to know that you are a, you are a figure outer. Mm-hmm. You know that you're able to. Be cool under pressure yes. and figure it out, and and that is the best ability that you you can possibly have. Absolutely. So as you as you level up on your place, stretch, Be, reach for a place that you're gonna have to learn about wine. Mm-hmm. Reach for a place that you're gonna have to learn about these different ingredients in in, different, in, dishes in, in, and in different dishes and things like that, and 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 higher points of service because that's where you're going to uh be able to not only just master your craft, you're gonna learn from you mostly learn from other servers. True. Believe
0: it or not. Absolutely. I agree with you 150%.
1: Yes, you learn from the restaurant, the chef, and things like that. But whenever the chef started talking about something, I'm like, mm-hmm. And I turn to one of my servers, I'm like what
0: does he really mean? What's uh, what's pumpkin swordfish? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? What's uh, what's this, this? And the person goes, oh, wow, wow, wow. we had this at our last place and, da, 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 and our chef did this. You learn a lot more. From, yes. Yeah. Because they speak your language. They speak your language and the information isn't um, over your head.
0: Exactly. You know, a lot of times, you know, chefs will... Well,
1: universe, their wording
0: is different though. You know, the, the, what they're used to, what their daily conversation is about, they understand. You know what I mean? Like... You might not know what a Reblanc sauce sauce with you know, like or, or what this means, or what foie gras is, and all those kind of little things that in their world is very, mm-hmm. very common. Yeah. Now, for us, you know, we're like, oh, what's that? You know, that's or what's this? And and it's just very. And once you break it and say, hey, no, that's frog legs, or that's this, or that's you know, this is a, a lemon butter sauce, and then you kind of you really direct it in a way that we can understand it, then it makes more sense to us. But it, to them, it's just it's bread and butter for them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um. So my next thing is uh so as you grow, um, and we talk about this all the time is we we talk about not caring, but I go, learning how to stop caring while caring. <laughs> okay, you gotta uh okay. Um, what I mean is we don't let the the little stuff hit us when you're younger or when you're fresh in the game or when you're starting at a new place and you know, you those little things that, that that can drive you crazy or put you in the weeds. Mm-hmm. When you look at, like, what we just talking about looking at your senior servers and stuff, those little things they they brush them right off immediately because they know it's not detrimental to their day. Now, do you think that's a personality thing or is that a, a veteran thing? I think it's more. Of, I hope it's more of a veteran thing. That's how I feel like it is. Now, it could be a personality thing as well. Maybe, maybe that's my, but I, I don't, you know. I guess that's a perspective thing. I believe that's a personality thing because
1: I know plenty of veterans who've been in the game for a long time and they still freak
0: out. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and you know those people are going to freak out, but I also think that at the same time, as they grow in that same place, they're not freaking out about the same thing every time. True. They're not freaking out about the same thing every time, but listen-
1: just because someone has been doing a job for a long time doesn't mean they're good at it. True. You know, you there is a certain amount of want to improve mm-hmm. and change who you are. Some people are just so attached to who they were yesterday Absolutely. that they refuse to even say, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. You draw that line in the sand mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't give a crap. Yes. You know, not, and it's not even about giving a crap. So let's find a better, you know, way to phrase that. It's... It's, it's the kind of been there, done that that allows you to to let things roll. Mm-hmm. You know, you let it roll off your back. Yes. You know, and unfortunately, it could work the other way as well. Absolutely. Like being in the game for a long time and you're like, if this happens like, one more time. Oh, yeah, you
0: start, you start. You know, yes, if I you interrupt me one more time. Where, where before you might have just let it go, or you, know, yeah. yes, absolutely. You just say, no, not today. Yes. Not today. Yes, absolutely. You 100% know? I agree with and you. And you won't let it go because you're like, I've let it go enough. Every, enough. Every, every time. Yeah, every time. Now I have to say something, and now it's. I walk up and you say, Coke. I didn't ask you what you wanted. I didn't ask you if you wanted a Coke.
1: <sighs> I was. Speedy, I was telling you my name, introducing myself. You sit there and you listen to my specials.
0: <laughs> yeah, I legit, legit you as you are speaking about this, I was in a mood on like I think Saturday or Sunday this weekend. Mm-hmm. And and I was like and people just kept I go, "You know what?" And I did it to like three or four tables. I go, "I didn't ask you that." Okay? <laughs> "I just want to know what you want to drink." I have a system, just trust me, okay? Yeah, yeah. And when I put it like that and they kind of looked at me, they, they laughed and then you know, everything was okay, but they were like at the end of the meal, they were like, "You know what? Thank you for taking over."
1: You yeah. know what I
0: mean? And because everything went the way it should have. It it, it had a system, it had guidance for them. But I had did it literally to a couple tables. It, I felt like and in my head I was like, "Am I going to get away with this?" But I did. You know what I mean? Like you know how you like you're, you're like yeah, you're you pushing gotta... that button and you're like, "Ooh." I'm throwing these jabs out there. This one guy goes, Man, you're a little spicy. He goes, huh? And uh and I walk away and his wife goes, He goes, It's okay, my wife gives it to me all the time too. I got, I just started cracking up. <laughs> and the wife loved it, though. It was hilarious. Yeah. Sit back, relax, baby. I, said, I got you. Let me let me take you. the wheel on this. <laughs> and before I was talking about learning um both sides of the coin. So as you grow, and what I mean by learning, I mean like you wanna have, and we've talked about this in other shows, is have the I, you know, mentality of a manager, while being a server, or have the mentality of being a bartender and what they're going through while you know, while so you know, because I see people do this all the time. And this is more of you your like, if you're a server and then you go straight to the um, the bar, you go to your service bar, and that bar's busy, and you're like, Where's my drinks? And like, you have to, you know, and if you're a good server, not even a good, if, yes, if you're a good server and you've been in the game for a while, you know that you need to go, Hey, if that bar's busy. You go talk to another table, you drop waters at your table, you make sure everything's kind of flowing. You know, and that's understanding what the bartender's going through. And that's when you or with a manager. You know, if you see he's running around everywhere, you try to police your own tables to a point where, hey, you know, if there's a if there's a void, hey, I'm gonna just separate off the check and let my manager know what's going on. This way he's not stressed out or dealing with everything else. And you kind of police your world that way. Mm-hmm. And I and I think even with the kitchen as a whole, that's kind of just understanding all the different roles in the building. I feel like, what what's your take on that?
1: It's very uh, it's very unique to each restaurant. Absolutely, you know, uh, some restaurants the bartenders are very good. At you know service bar because a portion of their money comes from service bar. Obviously not uh, not a lot, but you know whether it's the the house or the 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 management puts a premium on getting the drinks out at a certain time. Maybe they staff accordingly and things like that. In other restaurants, service bar could go go forget it. you know what I mean. In a way that the bartenders make their money where they are. Maybe they don't get tipped out or or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. You know the culture just exists there. You have to. You have to roll within that culture. Absolutely, you got to roll with the punches. But don't expect that to be the same across because that is a detriment. When you show up to another restaurant, you go, "Well, my last job, yeah. you know, you need to not, never say that." Absolutely, I can't stand when people say that.
0: Absolutely, You're because why of... aren't
1: you at your last job? Boom, right? So I don't care what you did at your last job. It could have been the best job ever. If you have a a, a way to improve. And, and you're you're uh, uh, in a position to affect change, do so. But do so without, you know, bringing up where where you were before because, A, no one cares mm-hmm. and why look back? You're not going that way. Absolutely. Okay? So for me, just knowing the ins and outs of your own place is as valuable as it gets, but I wouldn't apply it to any other place because, hey, I've worked at places where – I don't really even engage the bartender. I just stand there so they know that a ticket's up and yeah. then I walk away once I know that they're coming over to the yeah, service you, area. Yeah, you
0: just give them the idea that, hey, yeah. I need you, but I'm... But I, I can go do something else now. Not, yeah, I'm
1: not, respectful. I'm not going to, you know, say my ticket's up or, hey, whatever. I'm just going to stand there. And if you're good, you're going to acknowledge that there's something to do
0: over here. Absolutely. And then I'm going to walk away. Yeah, and that's so do So that same. you could do your thing. Yeah, you kind of just pop up like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like you go, a flag. I pop up and then I'm like, they can see me. Now I go get the water for the table. Yeah. Then I go and check on this other table. I'm giving them that three or four minutes so they can take care finish up what they're doing. And then come back to it, you know what I mean. And, and then they now they know that they need to make that drink. They grab the ticket, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then there's now there's a system. You have a flow. So when you come back around, you're just grabbing and going. It's it's a puzzle. And if I were to be a hiring manager,
1: I would hand everybody a puzzle. If you can't do a puzzle, you can't do this job. Yes. And it, it it's it's putting the puzzle together with the with the the kitchen, the bar, the the guests, the manager that's the pieces of the puzzle that we put together. And that's together.
0: leading right into my next question, which was, well, my next statement, which is learning the different roles along the way, not just understanding, but learning them. Like you started off in the kitchen. You know? I,
1: I did. And that, that helped me with my descriptions w- because um, working in the kitchen, everything is, if I'm going to be over simplistic, layered. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like what you do first, what you do second... How you finish a dish, how you top it, you you start to you may not have the actual words, but you 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 have the time in motion to to know that, you know, this is um this is wrapped and 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 broiled Mm -hmm. and fried and baked and topped and you know, seared and things like that. Those those sizzle words they call them. You know? And uh, and I'm very comfortable with the ingredients because of that. Now that Really, only translated into that restaurant where I work. Absolutely, in the kitchen. yeah. Yeah. So it's it's tremendously valuable to take. But you learned those sizzle words
0: there. You learned those little things, which definitely you carried on to the next restaurant, and the restaurant after that, and the restaurant after that.
1: Every food runner that has, or, or, or kitchen person that has become a front of the house, I feel have become. A great uh, s- uh salesperson. Look at Web to their um to their. Look guests. at our boy
0: Web. He started off in the kitchen, and now he's the man. You know what I mean? He comes out and he's very descriptive with what he says. And mm-hmm. um another one is our, our friend Chris G. He does he does an amazing job of telling specials and stuff like that. And, yeah. And I've always thought those you know they they both started off like I said back of the house or food running and and they have a really great descriptive personality when it comes to selling things.
1: Yeah language is 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 key now leaning on how you understand things and how you could convey things to to your guests is is tremendous it's tremendous Mm -hmm. and it 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 behooves you to practice a little bit or listen in on on someone else that you, you admire you know I tend not to do that so much because um it makes me feel a little um insecure you know, because, you know, listening and all the people like, man, I don't do any of that. But your spiel has to be your spiel. You have your own way. And that's how it really has to break down to. True. But you really want to you really want to give the best that you got. Absolutely. You know, so if you are admiring their spiel for being so good by, you know, by substantive law, yours isn't as good. OK, sure. You're right. <laughs> I agree with you. So, yeah, I um, I, I don't like that feeling, you know. And I don't like a feeling when someone's within earshot of me. Gotcha. I start fumbling my words. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm You're like, a little nervous? you yeah, yeah, a little staged right want, over there? I want, I want I, to hear them. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that much of a salesy person, mm-hmm. you know. I'm very much a, a
0: just, you know, talk to you type yeah. of person, you know. So. You get the feels on them. You get the feels on them. That's right. Um, and we're close to wrapping up, but. We, you kind of touched on it earlier and um, where we are today Mm -hmm. and how we are still paying our dues with this podcast was my next, was, was, I was gonna say oh, I said earlier, I was like, oh, you kind of touched on what I want to, but I feel like we've kind of grown and we've talked about like lots of things and um, we're three years in the game and paying our dues across the way and just starting off with this brand new network and everything that we're doing, we're still paying our dues and learning and growing just like we have been doing in the industry. Um, What are your feelings on that and where we're at today? With the podcast or the podcast or? life, the business, everything. Now, um,
1: v- very I want to say very early on, I I became a trainer and I was good at it, but I didn't really want to train everyone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? and I quickly determined that um, a part of my life path is to teach. Absolutely, and you have to be comfortable with. Wanting people to know the things that you have amassed mm-hmm. over, the, over the years, right? So I did a, um, I did a, a talk on, on Skype about uh, credit, improving your credit, leveraging credit cards and things like that. And I was a little insecure because to me, it was very um, elementary. And I, I didn't know if I was providing value to um, the, guest. the guests that were listening mm-hmm. to, to me talk. And, and until you know you get the feedback with the questions and things like that, do you really feel comfortable that you you are providing value? So um, my my analogy goes like this: Yes. Um, it's not simply just having the years.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's being a student. I, be, I truly believe that every teacher is a student. Absolutely, and I'm constantly wanting learning to and, learn and
0: mastering and all across the board. Yeah,
1: I want to learn. I don't. I I want to learn more than I want to teach. Mm-hmm. And teaching is a way of me actually learning. You know, um, learning more about wine. I ask people for wine suggestions and things like that. Um, th- it's it's just too deep for me, and I don't really have the passion. I just know what I like, mm-hmm. and when someone asks me about wine and it's above my head, I call in somebody who does. Absolutely, that way that I can learn as well. Now, when it comes to food, I love to cook. I love to you know I love to you know prepare things in different ways and understand what is actually happening with that. So, wrapping up, I I am a student of this podcast game and i'm a little stubborn of of how i i, I see it going mm-hmm. you know because you know dance like no one's watching that that's really how i run this podcast as well because the things that 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 people um Say to do yeah. to grow your podcast. I'm just not even interested in it. True. I don't okay. want to have anyone on on the podcast. We don't have a lot of guests, you know, and I don't want to be a guest on a lot of podcasts.
0: Yeah, we're, we're trying to provide information, and and when we do have guests, he's very good about saying, "Hey, we're trying to pull information from them, stuff that we didn't know, and we want to teach everybody things that we don't know." And that's how we kind of grow with it.
1: Yeah, I, I approach people that I find have something to say. Absolutely. And I approach people that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Any guest that I've had on, it would be my failing not to really highlight them as interesting as I, I, I find them in, in regular life. Absolutely. And I think that some people use people as a vehicle. I mean, it's a symbiotic relationship and, and you grow through certain means, but I I reached out to um to Brandon Tendler who who we're gonna be putting out this week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So by the time of the you know this broadcast, he would have been you like know, two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago, or something like that. Because I learned something about an article that he wrote, and then we spoke, and I was like, oh man, he's interesting. He's he he's, was very interesting. He's very much like me. He he has an eye, you know, for detail. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very very you know into the look and feel and, and the macro of it all as well as the micro. And it, it's it, it it's interesting. I want so coming back to the whole podcast thing, that's how I, I, I want to do it. I just want to do it. I just want to do yeah. things. You know I, I want to put out a yes a quality thing but the end product is me being hmm I enjoy that. What would you think? You know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Not necessarily, oh, I want these many downloads, these many views. Uh, it My, does come up, but it's more of a, a
0: side effect. Absolutely. For me, it's as being like, I'm a, you know traditionally a musician and I love the art of everything. It's when people come up to me and be like, yeah, I listen to your show or their their feedback or them just saying, the fact that the listeners are talking to us mm-hmm. lets you know that you're doing something in the right direction to me. yeah, um, And... And I love that. I love hearing our listeners react and people saying, hey, that was a great show. Or, or I, I get a text from a friend like, "Yo, I was cracking up, you know, when, when you guys said X, Y, or Z, or this person saying this. And I that is what I live for in the end. It's for the people. Yeah. And I really – and I love that aspect of it. And I love – and I've always loved that aspect, whether it be entertainment. I mean, this obviously is entertainment. But whether it be me rapping or, you know, being at work or whatever it is, I love – the when when somebody actually gives you a great compliment or just or just acknowledges your work mm-hmm. as a whole and that to me is one of the greatest feelings on the planet
1: it depends on who acknowledges my work if there's someone in podcasting and there has been um that acknowledges my work um i i feel good about it because i respect them in the game now i truly believe that there's a similarity between podcasting and um and serving, okay, yeah. I don't believe that people understand how personal they both are. Mm-hmm. Like when, uh, when, when a guest is flippant about their criticism of of your work um, at the restaurant or something like that, and they say, "Oh, this server did that or whatever," they, are, are they assuming that you're not trying? True. You know, yeah. even if you fall short and you did fail them, have a little um, compassion because. Absolutely. We are trying. We are trying. We're here because we want to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And when they find it to be a game, because they want to get something for free, they don't understand the impact that they have when they're complaining. Yes, you know, when you seek out a manager and you 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 see, you you try to bury someone, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I want to do. You know, like you're going to go home
0: and you're going to eat again. Yeah. Am I? Am I getting fired because of your negative criticism or your yeah are, are you having a bad day?
1: Yeah, are you having a bad day or is it that important? is that is your meal you know is your meal really even if it was ruined mm-hmm. you know I, I can't tell you how many times that I, I didn't complain about something because it it just
0: happens exactly.
1: You know, you get a dented box when you when you buy stuff all the time. All the time. As long as the product inside is high, it's quality, you're okay. You, you know what? It's, it's, it's a very personal th- service that, that we provide. Mm-hmm. You know, we stand in front of people, especially now. You know, especially now, we put our, our health at risk. You're not wearing a mask, so you're not protecting us. We're protecting you. You, exactly. And then how dare you, you're going to be flippant about how you, your remarks are. You know, and some people, it's not everyone, but some people are very kind and they're very appreciative and things like that. But just stop and think of the impact of, of, your, of, of your, your words. Your words and you know? and what you're saying. Absolutely. I agree with you 150%. So it's the same with, with podcasting. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, you put yourself out there. We're giving you a piece um, of us, people. Yeah, we're giving you a piece of us. Um, w- w- and it's, it's incredibly challenging to improve the way that you are performing because it is an oral per- performance, mm-hmm. Absolutely. right? And, uh, and sometimes there's things that come up that you just never thought of, uh, you know? Yeah. Fortunately, we haven't had much negative criticism because we, we somehow are aware of what our,
0: our shortfalls are. Yeah. And, and, we, try, and we try to fix them between ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's one of those things that you can turn on or turn off, and 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 then we'll be here, and that's a part of the game. Yeah, you know, yeah, we'll be here. We'll be here. You might be able to pick us up. You might not. You know, that kind of thing. But it's in, it's incredibly personal to put yourself out there. You know, I'm on Instagram and things like that, and it's 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 a pleasure to do it for you.
0: And with and that being said,
1: we're wrapping it up. Yes,
0: and I'm let Marlon do what he does from this point because he does it so well at the end.
1: And I appreciate it. I mean, I love those of you who do reach out to us, and if you do want to reach out to us with any show. Um, not, not just advice, but um, ideas, all that. All ideas, and we do get them, and we yeah. do use them. and we've them. used them, absolutely. We use them almost immediately. And because, we will shout you out if we do use your idea. Uh, have we? Sometimes? Yeah. We might be remiss sometimes. Did we
0: miss somebody? I thought we've always oh, kind it's of— It's
1: possible. I like to cover the ground. Okay, I, like I, got, you. I ground. got you. I got you. But if you're on Instagram, I'm at The Modern Waiter Podcast. And if you want to reach me by email, I'm Waiter at gmail.com. And if you do like our show, the way that you could support us at this time is to, you know, tell a friend that you listened to The Modern Waiter and it was pretty cool. I'm Marlon Joseph, The Modern Waiter. I'm Dan DeVille. And subscribe, subscribe, people. We will see you next week. Later.
0: Explosive before I wrote this. Panic and pad, osmosis when y'all niggas know I toast this. Cardi is in the Lotus. What I push before the open, I'm destined to change careers for all my peeps who lift the brokers. I split what is like Moses at times. I feel the oldest my rhymes to like the dopest diamond chain. I've been the focus, my words to like the coaches. My piece out the vultures, I need two million brokers to divide all my church. One day.